Want to know why your interiors or images don't look like the ones you see on your favorite social media feeds? What if I said I could let you know and show you what's missing and how to transform your spaces with clarity and confidence? The truth is creating beautiful interiors is simple when you know the right strategies, but most people go about it the wrong way. This is why I created the Styling Masterclass. It's the only program that simplifies the art and science of styling, giving you the clarity and confidence to take your interiors to the next level and attract your dream customers or clients so you can make your creative dreams finally possible. This is for you if you're an interior designer or photographer, have an Airbnb, a homeware shop or e-commerce business, and you want your interiors to look like the ones you see in your favorite books, magazines or Instagram accounts. Come learn how to style using my signature method so you can elevate any interior and create compelling imagery, which is your most effective marketing tool if you're selling a product or service in the world of interiors. Any successful business owner knows that styling is your secret weapon to cut through the visual noise, stand out from the crowd and grow your business. Styling is something that you don't want to leave to chance. In today's world, images are everything. This is why leading interior designers and architects always use stylists to finesse their spaces for photography to make sure they've got incredible imagery that they can use for their socials and website. Come learn how to make styling not only an essential element, an easy way to create content for your socials and website, but learn how it can propel the growth of your creative business. If you're serious about creating beautiful interiors and a business you love without struggling in obscurity, this is the program for you. I'm going to share my process and give insights that you're not going to get anywhere else because I've been working as a professional interior stylist for the past 15 years. The Styling Masterclass will give you that clarity and confidence you need to take action and connect with your dream customer or client so you can make your creative dreams possible. Go to nataliewalton.com forward slash next level to learn more and enroll now. Enrollments are open for only a short time. So please, if you're interested and you're ready to take your interiors to the next level, go to nataliewalton.com forward slash next level. Once you've made that decision, it's like you instantly clear out all of that confusion and all that mental space in your brain can then go towards taking action or can then go towards actually achieving the thing that you want. Welcome to Imprint, a podcast about creating a home and life you love. I'm Natalie Walton, an interior designer, stylist and best-selling author focused on an holistic approach to homes. Each week, I'm sharing insights and interviews about the creative process to help you enhance both your interiors and well-being, as well as provide you with the tools and resources to make considered and sustainable choices with all that you create. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Imprint. This is the final episode in this week's bonus bundle of uh, podcast episodes. I hope that you have found them valuable. I would love to know which one has been your favorite. If you, um, you know, if you've got a lot of value out of them, then, you know, have you shared any of them with a friend? 
let me know. You can send me a DM or, of course, leave a five-star rating or review on the app where you're listening today. So today I want to talk to you about what to do when you're feeling stuck making a decision. Because it's easy to stay in stuck when it comes to decisions. And I want to encourage you to make a decision one way or another. And making a decision is something that comes up a lot when I'm talking to people who are considering taking my courses. And I want to share an idea with you that I found really helpful. So, but you might be, you know, trying to make a decision about a career change or whether you should update your home or renovate or rebuild or if you should take that course or if you should make that investment or if you should go all in on yourself and your dreams. So some of the challenges that come up when uh, we're trying to make decisions is that sometimes we can rely on unreliable advice. So you might be getting um, different advice from different people and people always bring their own baggage, their own story. So really beware of taking advice from people who aren't where you want to be. It's like taking a financial advice from someone who doesn't have money in their bank account, you know, or the amount of money in their bank account that you would like to have. Or, um, you know, taking business advice from somebody who doesn't have a successful business or allow me to be a little bit cheeky, you know, taking styling advice from someone who as isn't actually a stylist. And I'm just going to leave that there. Now, another challenge is that you're worried about making a bad decision. And I'm just going to nip this one in the bud because there are no bad or wrong decisions. When you make a decision, you are just gathering information or data that helps you make an informed decision for the next step in your journey. And, um, you know, you might be thinking, well, buying that house was a wrong decision or staying in that job was a wrong decision, but they're all just part of our journey. They are lessons that we have had to learn and we have learned them for a reason. And it gives us power to have the confidence with the decisions we make moving forward. I know for me, um, at the time when I was living in London, so I had been working as a journalist for a number of years out of university and my husband and I went to move to live in London and this was at the time when I'm really bad with remembering years but um, it was when like the the tech boom crashed I don't know <laughs> I know that because I was working in the uh, reporting on share markets and so there was like a big crash and um, and so basically everyone was kind of losing their jobs and we went to London and it was really hard to find a job. And at the time I had to sort of, I was trying to find all these jobs in journalism on newspapers. And I remember kind of finally, like after, I mean, it must have been a hundred um, applications. I finally got offered an interview and it was for Dangerous Shipping Goods International or something like that, or Dangerous Shipping Goods Weekly. And um, I had that interview and then I also had an interview with a design company in London, but it was just for basically to start out working as their office manager. And for me, that was like a huge step down because I had been a managing editor on this um, in this business in, in Sydney. I had about, gosh, I can't remember, but like it was at least five staff underneath me. And, um, you know, it was like, I mean, a massive, massive pay cut as well, because my boss just kept giving me bonuses and pay rises because he didn't want me to leave, even though I was like 24 at the time. Um, and I was basically like he put me in charge to kind of run his business. And so, you know, I could have looked at that as thinking, well, that was a bad decision to kind of go and take a job 
working um, you know, as an office manager after having had this very well-paying, successful job, you know, in inverted commas and, you know, doing all these things. But it actually ended up being a great decision. And um, the only thing that makes something a wrong or a bad decision is that if you decide it's a wrong decision, because we can choose what we believe, we can choose what we think. And for me, I actually think it was a great decision to take that job because I then ended up meeting really inspiring people, getting an insight into a design firm. I mean, it was a product design, it was an interior design. And I mean, we had such a great time because um, my husband, you know, would go to like social events with these people and um, and it enabled me to then, you know, stop feeling miserable about not having the job that I wanted. And then we could focus on then traveling around Europe, having great trips all the time. And, you know, so it's really important how you frame your decisions as well. Another challenge is that if you don't make a decision, you just stay in confusion. And it's important to move out of, I don't know. It's important to make a decision and just move on. And you just basically stop wondering, stop guessing, stop going over the decision in your mind because otherwise it just basically drains you of energy. And um, I really encourage you not to indulge in confusion because it just keeps you stuck. So what you can do is you can make an informed decision based on the facts, based on your circumstances, but it's important to make that decision and stay strong with your decision. You know, um, you're not then like just wasting a huge amount of time and energy. I'm sure you've had this situation where you're sort of trying to make a decision on something like, you know, whether you should study in a particular area or not, or whether you should move or whether you should sell your house. And you can kind of just keep going over and over the options and the decisions and the back and the forth. And it's just, it's so draining, but it's also incredibly liberating when you make a decision, even if it's like one way or the other. So let me give you an example. This year, I've been asked several times by my publisher if, um, if, you know, and when I'm going to start working on my next book and I've pushed back because I know that now is not the right time in part. This is because last year I launched two books and the year before that I wrote two books and, you know, I just need to focus on other areas of my life and my business. And, you know, there are areas of my life that I really neglected while creating those books. And I know that for me, creating a book takes a lot out of me mentally, emotionally, even physically. You know, often I ended up staying late, not sleeping much, and I'm not ready for that kind of stress in my life. And I'll say that because I really put my heart and soul into those books. There are many books, especially interior books that, you know, have got ghost writers, but they aren't actually written by the person who is attributed as the author. Now, I don't do that. I write every single word. I do all the research myself. I produce the shoots. I'm heavily involved in you know, styling the spaces, organizing the travel, even, you know, get very involved in designing the book and editing, proofreading, you know, it, it really is a mammoth process. And so it's not something that I take on lightly because I know that when I do it, I give it everything I have because that book is out in the world for perpetuity. It's not like a podcast that, you know, if I wanted to, I could go and delete or edit or re-record, even though I never have done that, but, you know, I could tweak the heading you know, if it's out there. And so I've been very intentional with that decision. And what's helped me is that because I've made that decision, there's no going backwards and forwards. 
And, you know, yes, at a later time, I might then decide that, no, now is the time to do this thing. But it's just, it's so freeing and liberating to make a decision. And so what I want you to know is that um, making a decision saves you time. You can waste so much time, so much of your life just umming and ahhing and going backwards and forwards trying to make a decision. You know, like, I don't know if I should have another child or if I don't know if I should let go of those pieces of furniture that I bought when I was in my 20s. And I spent so much time finding them in a thrift store and, you know, but they don't work with my current home. And you kind of like, I don't know what to do about this. And I don't know if I should let this object go. And it's important to know that when you don't make a decision, you just live in limbo. You're basically postponing a decision. And what happens is that we say, you know, I need more information or, you know, and often when you have this kind of um, void of making a decision, you then fill it up with things because you feel like, like I said, you need more information or that like, I'm just going to go and consume more content or I'm just going to wait. And so they are all things that just keep you in this perpetual stuck phase. Now, something else that's really powerful about making a decision is that it moves you into action. Excuse me. But when you make a decision, you can stake because when you make a decision, you can start taking action on the steps you need to take to move you forward. So as I mentioned, you know, with the book, um, because I've made that decision, I can move on. And I know that, um, you know, when I've invested in courses, once I've made that decision, you know, like I'm all in, I'm in the course notes, I'm watching the videos, I'm taking the notes, I'm applying ideas to the area of my life that I'm improving, you know, like it's, it's like, it's freeing, it's liberating because the opposite of that is you're still like, I don't know, I don't know what to do. Ah, you know, and you're just thinking over and over the different, well, if I do it this, and then, you know, you're kind of going over the, the different options and how it might be good or how it might not be good. And, and and you're just constantly perpetually in this um, state of, of not making progress. But when you make a decision, it helps you move into action. And that is actually when you get the growth. So the third idea I wanted to share with you is that making a decision propels your growth. You are learning and evolving and gaining confidence and you're getting more data and information versus, you know, someone who's still living in, I don't know. And so for for my husband and I, you know, we've been working with an agency recently for our business. And for a long time, we were umming and ahhing about, you know, whether we should make that decision. But once we made that commitment, it has catapulted our business, our growth, and also our confidence too, because you know, we're moving forward. We're not stuck. Like we're not going backwards and forwards about what we should do. And it gives you just so much more clarity as well. You just think about how much brain space it takes up when you're just ruminating on what you should do. But once you've made that decision, it's like you instantly clear out all of that confusion and all that mental space in your brain can then go towards taking action or can then go towards actually achieving the thing that you want. So I'm going to share some questions with you that I kind of work through when I'm trying to make a decision. I hope that you're going to find them really helpful. So the first question that I ask myself is, if I was without fear, what would I do? 
And I find this one such a great question because it's it's amazing how often what is holding us back is fear. And sometimes it's actually, it's not just fear that like it won't work out, but it's also fear that like this might actually work. And I know my husband and I, we're, we're almost feeling like this at the moment in relation to some things in our lives is like, you know, this, this is actually, you know, this might work. And it's, I mean, it's exciting, but it's also kind of fearful because it's like, oh, well then we've got to like go to that next level. So, you know, for you, what, what does fear look like for you? And if you was, if you were without fear, what would you do? Don't let fear hold you back from creating the home and life that you really want. You know, we can have fear over all sorts of things. You know, we can have fear about holding on to objects and worrying about what somebody's going to think about us. Or we can have fear that, um, you know, like, well, you know, if I spend this money on doing this thing, then, um, you know, what if, what if like, you know, like I've wasted the money, we'll take that fear and propel you into action so that you make sure that you don't waste that money. You know, like with me, when, you know, those times when I've spent money on a course and I've kind of done it with it, like, oh, this is a lot of money. I hope this is going to work. Like I just put myself into that course and like get deep into it. And I make sure that I get all the value out of it that I possibly can. The second question that I ask myself is, if I was confident that this would be successful, how would I act and feel? If I was confident that this would be successful, how would I act and feel? And so this is a really great question I find really helpful for me to kind of step into that sort of alter ego of myself, of the one that is like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm feeling confident. Like I'm, I'm coming at this decision from a, um, oh gosh, I've got a mental blank, the opposite of scarcity, abundance. <laughs> there we go. From like a kind of a, a place of abundance, you know, from a really positive mindset and, you know, and how, you know, if I was confident that this was going to be successful making this decision, how would I act and feel? And I find that can be really helpful as well. You know, and I journal on all of these questions. The third question is, if someone had done this before, which is, you know, the thing that I want to achieve, how would they make this decision? And again, I just, I find this really helpful. So I'm just going to repeat it for you again. So if someone had done this before and, you know, been successful, how would they make this decision? And sometimes that can kind of take that element of emotion out of it because you're putting yourself in the position of somebody else who's done this and done this successfully. And so it's not about you. You're kind of getting out of your own head and getting out of your own way. So I find that really helpful as well. The fourth question is, if this was easy for me, what would I do? And I, I ask this question about so many different things and I just, it always gives me such a good answer. If this was easy for me, what would I do? Because so often we know what the answer is. We know what we want to do. We know what we should do, but fear and all of these other thoughts in our head is what is holding us back. The fifth question is, ask your future self 10 years from now, what advice would they give you? So ask yourself 10 years from now, you know, that you're in the place where you want to be, what would they say that you should do? What would be their advice to you? 
And again, I, I do journal on that one as well. And uh, number six is what decision moves what decision moves you closer to what you really want? Or which decision? I don't know. I wrote this quickly. <laughs> I had to write the questions down quickly. <laughs> which decision, maybe? Um, which decision moves you closer to what you really want for yourself, for your home, for your life? You know, and again, you're going to apply this to so many different scenarios. Um, you know, it could be like if it's an object and you're trying to decide, like, should I hold on to this? Like, which decision should I keep it or should I let it go? Is going to move you closer to what you really want for your home and life. And you know, you know the answer, but your brain will start to, oh, but what about this? What about this? No, 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 no. Go back to like, what is it that's going to move you towards you, what you really want? And then you can deal with the other, you know, the thoughts and kind of go, thank you. I, I can hear you, but, you know, we're going to move forward. We're not going to keep living in the past. But, you know, you can apply that question to so many different things. The last question that I'm going to share with you today is what is the best case and the worst case scenario of both? And I like to focus on what is the best case scenario. Like if this is amazing, if this really helps you, then what becomes possible for you in your life? So I hope that you have found these questions helpful. I hope that this is helping you move through a decision that you have been stuck on. And like I said, I really encourage you to move out of feeling stuck. Remember that when you make a decision, you're going to save yourself so much time. So many of you that I've heard from um, recently, I kind of reached out and asked a bunch of you to to share with me things that you're struggling with. And so many of you, you know, like it's time. Time is a big struggle. And if you, you know, if you want to save yourself time, then it's time to start making some decisions. And like I said, uh, secondly, when you make a decision, it helps you move into action. And then the third big idea I wanted to share with you is that when you make a decision, it helps propel your growth. You know, you start to gain more confidence and because you're getting like more and more momentum and it's just, it's really, really powerful. So I would really encourage you to do that. And, you know, it's also important to, to make decisions ahead of time. And that's why those, you know, those seven questions that I shared with you are really important. So make those decisions, like go through those questions and, you know, tap into what is the truth for you and make that decision ahead of time when you're kind of using that, like, high functioning prefrontal cortex part of your brain and then honor the decision that you've made. Don't keep kind of go, oh, but and then going backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards. Like that's not going to help you. So, you know, really then stick to that decision. So my encouragement for you today is like what's one decision that you can make today that can move you closer to what you really want for your life? What's one decision that you can get unstuck with? Because like I said, you know, when you're in that stuck phase you just you're wasting so much time and energy and you're just not going to you know move forward it's so unhelpful so just make a decision and make a decision today that's going to help you move closer to what you really want i hope that you found this valuable if someone you know in your life is really struggling to make a decision maybe you could share this episode with them and as always always love to hear from you 
Uh, love getting your feedback and you can DM me on Instagram or, you know, write a review up to a five-star rating. And um, I hope that you have a beautiful week and I look forward to connecting again with you soon. All of the links and info for this episode are at nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get a direct download of the latest episode. And I really appreciate when you take a minute to rate and review, as well as share the love with someone you know who might benefit from this episode or on social media. If you'd like to access a range of free resources, come visit my website, nataliewalton.com. Thank you to Jaeger Media for producing this podcast. And I would also like to acknowledge the people of the Bundjalung Nation where it was recorded and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. I look forward to connecting again soon. I'm Natalie Walton and you've been listening to Imprint.